Alright all you Streetlight Crusaders and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Albany, New York. So they said during the break, Carl and the Maestro said it's somewhere in New York and we pinpointed to Albany. Thanks to the robot in the beginning of Monday Night Raw. Thank you, tiny fighting robot that somehow left Fox Studios. You know, the sports studios with the robot that usually celebrates with the football. Anyway, folks, Monday Night Raw, speaking of fighting robots, or Terminators in this case, would kick off with none other than the Scottish Terminator himself, Drew McIntyre. And would say, welcome to Monday Night Raw, and would mention people who left the company and was instantly forgiven and said he could be talking about anyone even though the fans started to chant for CM Punk but if my memory serves me correct I'm pretty sure he got fired and they forgave him and brought him back so yeah a little case of the pot calling the kettle black but nevertheless would then bring up once again like a broken record the fact that he headbutted Seth Rollins is because he gave Jey Uso a title shot after he beat Jey Uso a week before he got the title shot and did it because of the metaphorical slap to the face that Seth Rollins did to him but then would go on further talking about how Jey Uso went to Randy Orton with his tail tucked between his legs to instantly apologize to him and would say that his time is coming. And oh, who am I forgetting? And would, was about to mention Sami Zayn only for Sami Zayn to come out and would say that yeah, you deserve to get screwed by the bloodline because you were their lapdog and not to mention kept hiding, ducking, and dodging from me week on and week off to avoid a fight and would say that after you screwed them, the fact that you didn't think you were going to get screwed in the end, yeah, reason why you deserve it. Only for Sami Zayn to say that ever since that one moment, unlike him, he didn't become delusional and blame everybody for his shortcomings. He stayed hungry and after getting screwed, would get redemption and make his family proud by becoming tag team champions in the main event of WrestleMania. But then would turn the question on him and say, how did you make your family feel with what you're doing right now? Only for Drew McIntyre to say that only one of us is walking out of here and get me a referee and ring the bell. For our first match to take place for the night which would see none other than Drew McIntyre going one-on-one -on -one against Sami Zayn. Now during this match where action would go back and forth for one-sided to begin with seeing Drew McIntyre using his anger to not only land a nasty belly-to-belly -belly suplex but at one point tried to throw Sami Zayn directly into the ring pose only for Sami to counter and at the same time would use his quickness and skills that paid the bills to pull off an Asi moonsault counter after almost getting tossed into the barricade then would be able to pull off a tilt the world DDT for a near fall even pull off a victory roll that did not lead to a victory but still to a near fall out of an inverted Alabama slam and would even be able to pull off a sunset powerbomb or a sunset flip powerbomb even a blue thunderbomb still not getting the job done but ultimately due to the 
I guess, sprained ankle of Sami Zayn during his match after trying to go off the top rope with an axe handle smash, we would see the Scottish Terminator showing no compassion, going for a chop block, and while the referee was still checking on Sami, kick off the Claymore Country right directly to none other than Sami Zayn for Drew McIntyre to win this match via pinfall. And after the match was over backstage, as we would see Sami Zayn about to get interviewed about his recent problem with his leg, we would say Drew McIntyre beating the Daylight's flag tag out of him. And ultimately would say that, how dare you bring up my family's name, and then would say that you brought this upon yourself, all before stepping on his leg that was arched up against the equipment box, causing Sami Zayn to scream out in pain and for security to finally show up after the deed is done in typical WWE fashion. <laughs> and speaking of people's limbs who got broken and people were responsible for it, we would then see Shayna Baszler who would say that after what she did to Nia Jax two years ago putting her on the shelf, she's gonna remind her limb by limb. In our next match of the night, since we're running fast, folks, which would see none other than Shayna Baszler going one-on-one -on -one against Nia Jax. And during this match, not only we would see Shayna Baszler trying to use a tiger knee to try to take out her opponent, and almost did, but also tried to go after that same arm she went after two years ago for... Nia Jax actually combat against it by pulling her leg from underneath her before she could complete the said stomp to her arm, and then would even pull off a hip attack with the turnbuckle post for near fall, even slamming the head of Shayna Baszler into the mat, still leading to a near fall, for Shayna Baszler to come back with yet another tiger knee right directly to the face, not for a three, but instead for near fall. But ultimately, this match, in my opinion, would come to an end after Shayna Baszler would try to go for a German suplex only for Nia Jax to land on her head on the way down from the avalanche German suplex. Ouch! And even though Shayna would try to recover in the corner after that move, we would see her try to go for the Karafuda clutch, but get squashed in more ways than one. Because then we would see not only Shayna getting her move used against her by Nia Jax falling on top of her, but then dragging her over to the corner, hitting her with a bonsai drop, or the Annihilator as it's called, for Shayna Baszler to get annihilated and for Nia to win this match via pinfall. And immediately after the match was over and after calling her out prior to the match, we would see the man Becky Lynch coming out for Nia to backpedal and say, on my time, not yours. Even though she said after the match is over, I'm all yours if you want to fight me. And yeah, just immediately backpedal from that statement, of course. And oh, in news we got from SmackDown folks outside of the fact that Randy Orton is now officially a part of Monday Night Raw, we would see CM Punk heading back to SmackDown for the first time in well over a decade this week. Nice. 
But outside of that bit of action, folks, next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than the team of DIY going one-on-one -on -one against Imperium in a two-out-of-three-falls match just for bragging rights. And after meeting backstage with, you know, the way, so to speak, or the family as they call themselves now, I'm not sure what they call themselves, but either way you look at it, folks, Indy would bring up the fact that if they lose two times in less than a week, that would make Papa Gunta real mad. And what would happen during this match, folks? Well, during this set contest, seeing the fact that they were made fun of by Indy Hartwell, we would see Ludwig Kaiser, with the help of Giovanni Vinci, interrupt the meet in the middle move only for Giovanni Vinci to drag and chop the lights out of none other than <laughs> and according to Carl and Maestro laughing over in the corner Tommaso Ciampa while we would see none other than Ludwig Kaiser rolling up the tights with the tights to win the first fall of this set contest but what was good for the goose is good for the gander because next thing you know, the Euro bomb we would usually see from Imperium getting countered into a victory roll for DIY to tie things up. And after that tie for the rubber match during this set contest where action went back and forth in tandem action, we would see a clothesline back body drop combination by DIY leading into a near fall for Ciampa. Only for a tilt-to-wall backbreaker to Johnny Gargano by Giovanni Vinci, only for near fall. Even in a very impressive two-rope spring moonsault by Vinci, sort of reminding me of, I do believe, Lince Dorado or Grand Metalik when they used to do it, in perfect form too, for near fall. But ultimately, this match will come to an emphatic end after not only an avalanche air raid crash, but also kicks that wouldn't miss to the face, and even seeing a meet in the middle finally being hit on Ludwig Kaiser for the team of DIY to win this match by doing it themselves via pinfall. And after the match was over, we would hear Vinci saying that, oh, now you have to explain that loss to Gunter. And yeah, really is going to have to explain that match to Gunter. But before he explains anything to Gunter or before we go any further, I think it's time for us to go grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from Albany, New York, as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 